0: hello welcome to the 20ology podcast my name is tatiana
1: <laughs> can we please redo that
0: <laughs> no
1: i feel like that was so fake okay well that was so staged that was way too staged
0: okay wait okay wait <laughs> hi <laughs> welcome to the 20ology podcast
1: i'm your host tatiana and i'm your host alicia i'm sorry my I'm, I'm going to cut you off real quick because just the levels of enthusiasm is like two different planets right now. I it's 1 a.m. just keep that in mind.
0: So I well it's it's 7 p.m. here. So I have a little bit.
1: I'm just very low on energy right now. So if I sound depressed more than usual, it, I'm blaming it on the tiredness. Please don't take it as I'm in a mood.
0: No, well but anyway. we can have a chill. I was first gonna ask you how your day was. How was it going?
1: Um, it was good. It was productive. But you know what? Okay, Taddy, I'm feeling very lost right now because we don't have a topic. I and Daddy forced me.
0: Cause I wanted it to be organic. I wanted it to be like, let's talk about it's snowing right now and it's like the end of April, you know? Like, let's, I don't know, talk about our surroundings and maybe a topic would come to mind.
1: Surroundings? You want to talk about our surroundings? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just
0: really confused. (laughs) But, you know, like, I don't know. Okay, actually, you know what? Let's talk about this weekend. What happened this weekend? This is, I know what the topic should be, because yesterday... Alicia had, no, it wasn't yesterday. It was Friday. Alicia had a, sorry, I paused it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me repeat that. <laughs> Alicia had a shitty day. <laughs> where are we
1: starting this podcast? Was so
0: and funny. yesterday, and yesterday, Tatiana had a shitty day. So I would love to talk about how we cope with that. How do we cope with having, you know, one of those days where literally it feels like life is, all against you and you know coming out from that instead of um maybe like s- staying in it or like being like life literally his <laughs> so like hates me <laughs> stop laughing at me
1: i just i really okay continue continue
0: no how do you how do you cope with the day how do you i
1: don't really i haven't really developed any good coping mechanisms to be fair i usually resort to food or a show and just do things that make me feel good and i kind of avoid things that put me in a bad mood
0: let's just end this right now because this is so bad all right all right hello hello
1: sound like matthew mcconaughey right there
0: All all right all right all right all right all right I'm your host, Alicia. I'm your host, Ted. Didn't we already do this shit? We're not repeating it? Okay, never mind. Hold on. I mean,
1: um, I guess I'll figure it out in editing.
0: Welcome back to the Twentyology podcast. And we're coming at you with an episode. A chill one today. A chill episode.
1: A chill episode because I just, I'm in the, I don't know, I'm in a giggly mood. Like, I'm not in a serious mood. It's also 1am for Alicia. Like, I don't feel wise today, you know what I mean? Like, usually when I film these podcasts, I feel like I've reached some sort of conclusion right? that's been, like, somehow smart and critical and using my critical thinking skills, but today's just not the day. At this time, definitely not. No.
0: So, we can come up with a podcast. My idea of organically just talking did not work. Let's
1: talk about our surroundings. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry.
0: It was just, you know, my thought process was like, it's snowing in the middle of April. You know what I mean? Like, that's a topic. Let's talk about weather. Let's talk about how stupid it is in Canada about the stupid weather. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that can tie into a bunch of things like, you know, like the
1: seasonal depression. Like, I think that I definitely have that winter makes me depressed
0: oh 100 i've gone through like f- probably six depressive episodes within the season <laughs> just like <laughs> controllably downhill and then trying to get yeah. back up and then like someone pushes me and then i go down again and then like <laughs> i try and get back up yeah i feel like every single
1: time when i see that the days are getting short i'm like oh fuck yeah it's coming yeah winter's coming
0: Winter is Uh, coming. If you know Game of Thrones, you know. If you know, you
1: know. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I've never watched a Game of Thrones episode. Well, you should.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway.
1: We said that at the same time. That's wild. (laughs) Through the phone. But today's episode is um, all about Tinder. You either love it or either hate it. Or you just don't give a shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're a minor watching this and you can't have it yet.
0: But. You know what? That didn't stop us when we were minors. We just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what's so funny? When I was 17, I was just like, let's get this. Because on the app store, it said 16 plus, And I'm like, No, oh.
0: I know. But Alicia, remember when you lived with me and we like made a fake Tinder account? Oh my God. That was so funny. Oh. I
1: totally forgot about that situation.
0: And we like just trolled a bunch of boys.
1: I mean, it's not like you catfished them. It was still your pictures. You just trolled yeah. them about your age, which yeah. is also really bad. Don't do this, kids. But, but like... we
0: found a real catfish. Do you remember? It was like he was pretending to be oh a God, pilot, yes. and he had, like, one picture. And I was like, this is so fake. You can't. Oh my
1: God. I think I got catfish on Tinder. Remember?
0: Oh, yes. Are we allowed yeah. to say his name or no? Uh,
1: let's call him Mr. D. <laughs> That's
0: so you can't say Mister D on Tinder. <laughs> it sounds like you are talking about his like dick or something, <laughs> like Mister D. <laughs> uh, Let's call him I, Big. I Let's call him Big Daddy D. Like that's what it's basically.
1: <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> I love it how you resorted to Big Daddy D as if that's any better. <laughs> you know what, Big Daddy D sounds good. Wait, Big Daddy D or B D? D, you
0: D know. like Derek. Yeah, because you know why.
1: <laughs> for Derek. Yeah, because totally. his name is Derek. <laughs> <For> Derek. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Anyway, um, I guess where do we even start with Tinder? I mean, yeah, our first experience with it was when I lived with you, and we kind of wanted to have some fun, is some excitement.
0: sexual. When, I mean, it's still very sexual. What am I saying? But like, I mean, that, its
1: purpose is for that. Yeah, I think.
0: Well, at the time, like Tinder was really new when we were 16. Like, not really new, but it wasn't like that old. And so I feel right. like people were still looking for relationships on there. And then it like slowly became like this, just like, let's just hook up.
1: Right. It's like, it's a, it's a hookup
0: app. I yeah. feel like
1: it's definitely like flourishes with hookup culture. Yeah. Um. But I've known people who've had a relationship from Tinder. Me
0: too. Me too.
1: Are they still together? No. Yes. But.
0: Oh, the couple I know is still together.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, we have a success story. That's good. (laughs) But I mean, one, you know, usually the vibe and the stereotype of Tinder is that you go on there to hook up. Yeah. Or to have some fun. One night stands and that's about it. Yeah. But I found actually that I sometimes enjoy to go on Tinder to just genuinely meet new cool people.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I've met some cool people that I just want to be friends For with. For sure. Me too. And, you know, some
1: of the coolest people I've met came from Tinder. <laughs> and it didn't even, you know, we didn't even have a, like a romantic sort of relationship. It was just kind of like we became friends or we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. And just kind of see what we're up to. And that's about it
0: Mm mm-hmm um the last time I downloaded tinder was not to be friends with people it was to as horrible as this sounds I don't know if anyone else does this but um to like boost my ego oh 100% self-centered and stupid as it sounds I
1: would be lying if I said I never done that
0: yeah just like get some compliments from some boys flirt a little bit you know practice my game It's like, okay,
1: my very first experience with Tinder was great. It was almost like this freaking awesome feeling that you get. All these endorphins are just released because you're getting all these compliments from strangers and people. And, you know, growing up in high school, I was never really a person that went on a lot of dates.
0: Yeah, me neither. No.
1: And I felt ready to start dating again and talking to other guys It's like I was going out on dates, meeting various people, talking to different guys, like kind of testing out the playing field in a way, if you could say that. And it was really fun. It gave me like this excitement and this confidence boost as well. And it low-key became addicting in a sort of sense.
0: I didn't feel addicted, to be honest. I felt overwhelmed.
1: I started feeling overwhelmed after when I tried to search for that feeling again. because i think it wasn't the app that was addictive it was the feeling that i got Mm -hmm. from the attention i was receiving from the guys right as yeah as terrible that sounds, and i hate to admit it but
0: no it makes you feel good yeah everyone like the dating scene is fun whether it's on tinder or like you guys going out to bars or like restaurants and things like that and like meeting people while you're at the club and stuff like the dating scene is is fun it's fun to meet people it's fun that you guys make each other feel good with compliments and you know like it's a high you know meeting new people so it's like a way to do it but like stay at home and Mm -hmm. also like covid was a big thing i feel like that was just the easiest thing definitely you can't really go out like when we turned 19 um everything was so locked down at least in canada like it was There were so many restrictions. I didn't really get to celebrate my 19th birthday in a club. So then when summer came and I could go out, I was like, I love boys right now. Like, this is so much fun. (laughs) I love boys.
1: (laughs) I love boys right now. No, for sure. I mean, I think COVID definitely had a big influence and push on why i even downloaded tinder in the first place i I don't know it's like as soon as i turned 18 i was like yes i'm gonna try this app out like i i'm really ready to go out there and meet new people like i'm just ready yeah and um i think all of us had this sort of need and necessity of meeting people after this whole covid
0: yeah it was the height of it it was like you couldn't do anything right and i feel like
1: everyone had this need of like wanting to talk with somebody if it, even if it was online just have some form of connection. human connection of some yeah. sort um but yeah it was fun and i i liked when you used the word high like it definitely kind of gave you a high yeah in a sense also felt like tender not only did it give me a confidence boost it gave me a confidence boost in the aspect of I didn't know I could attract men that I found Mm. so attractive.
0: Yes. Yes. I agree. But for me, after a couple of days, like it was like maybe a week max and then I couldn't do it anymore. Like I felt too overwhelmed. Not to like to my own horn. Like there's so many guys talking to me or something like that. (laughs) But after a while, I felt like As bad as this sounds, me and Alicia talk about, like, catching feelings all the time, like, it being way too close, like, soon. And uh, you start to have your favorites. You start to have your favorite people who you're talking to. And so, like, all these other guys who would come later and just, like, were kind of rude or very, like, forward Mm -hmm. in the beginning, I compared them to my favorites that I had in the beginning and i was like i don't even want to talk to any more like any anyone else anymore i just had like my three or four people mm-hmm. that i was just like this is it like i'm okay i'm done
1: right no i i definitely relate to you on that it's like it, in the beginning it was fun but then obviously once you start talking to people you develop your favorites you start building a connection with someone
0: yeah. and what
1: i i am a person i think that gets um attached too quick and too easily yeah. because I make up these fake scenarios in my head and it makes me fall in love (laughs) with the person. As embarrassing as it is to admit but I think that's definitely me.
0: But I think that's falling in love, like not in love sorry but that's falling in like with like the fantasy of that person because I do that too. I feel like I think about scenarios but they haven't happened you don't know actually how they would react to that scenario you're just assuming so you're not actually liking that person you're liking the The feeling you get when you're making up a fantasy with them in it. Right. Exactly.
1: It's all made up. Yeah. And exactly like you said, you don't know how they would react in that situation. You don't know really who they are. So when Mm -hmm. they don't act in accordance to that fantasy (laughs) you built in your head, you get disappointed. Yeah. And it hurts. Mm -hmm. and You get hurt and disappointed. And I think I started getting all these negative feelings from Tinder because nothing was really working out. I would go on one date and that would be it and i would start thinking like okay what's wrong with me? Yeah. Why is this situation occurring again and again? Um so i deleted it cuz i felt like i'm just kind of like beating a dead horse at this point like nothing is going on, nothing's happening. I don't you know, i had my fun with it and i'm okay with leaving it at that. Yeah. Um you know, i never had a bad a, a date experience. I also didn't have a lot. I think i've had like 3 dates from tinder i don't total.
0: think i've been i think i've been on like one or two yeah if I'm so like honest. you know
1: i'm not talking that i've been on like multiple dates so i also
0: yeah we're not experts at tinder or something like that
1: yeah <laughs> i think i'm also i enjoy the talking stage but then i don't know i think sometimes i <laughs> as bad as this sounds get bored i yeah i get bored and i'd like to just text people and have my fun and then like but not have to see them yeah unless i develop a genuine connection with them and i i like them for who they are and i want to continue it further than of course right but yeah
0: yeah i don't i don't know i like get confused there's some people who are like very like headstrong though there's like one guy that i talked to and we talked to like maybe for like two hours and then i had to go do something and he asked me to facetime and i said no And he was like, well, how the hell am I supposed to get to know you? And I was like, oh my god, like... I don't like leave me alone for a second. Yeah, and then like I didn't answer him for like a while. This it was in the span of the same day, okay? And he's just like, remember my name. Do you remember I told you this? <laughs> he's like, remember, yes. my, remember name. my name because I kept ignoring him and he could see it. Like you saw a scene. He's like, remember my name. You'll remember me. <laughs> and then like I just ignored it. And then like two hours later, he's like, listen, I'm sorry, okay? Just like I want to. Talk <laughs> listen, to I'm like, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna block you. Like I blocked him. Can't do this.
1: You dodged a bullet with that dude. Yeah. That yeah, that's that's weird. That is really weird. You know what? I definitely had some weirdos on Tinder as well. I had this one guy asking me, um, just asking me really personal questions, but not like mm-hmm. cute, deep questions about yourself being like, tell me your biggest weakness, right? Like, you know, what you're afraid of. It's 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 it was more so like, do you shave? How much do you shave? And he was saying, oh, like, yeah. oh, I prefer a woman when she doesn't shave down there. I just feel like she's more womanly. I'm <laughs> like, did somebody ask? Okay. Like, like he was just asking me really... Oh, my God. You know, just questions that were making me uncomfortable. I was just kind of like, "This is this is really weird. Yeah. So, you know, there's a magical unfriend button on Tinder, which is great. You can just unmatch them. So that's what I did. But it was just some... But I mean, when you go on Tinder, what do you expect? But I think I still, right. like, I have this expectation of it still being like respectful. and.
0: Some people, and I am also one of these people who I go on there and I express like, I don't want a relationship and I'm being genuine about it in the beginning. But then I start liking them and I start yeah. liking our conversations and then I'm like, maybe they can change for me. <laughs> and it's like, no, they're not. And they don't. They're like, they right. literally don't. And it's like, you get your, I hurt myself every single damn time.
1: Oh, same. I Absolutely same. With me, it's like. You know, I enjoyed flirting with a lot of people, but then you obviously have that one person that strikes you out of all of them Yeah, and you start developing feeling for for them and you only want to spend time with them. And I think you know you're fucked as soon as like you're waiting for them to respond or you're waiting for their message and you're wondering right. about them. Um, but my thing is like, I'm on Tinder and I'm talking to a bunch of people. But when I think about him talking to a bunch of people, I get yeah. upset yeah and it's like well you know it takes two to tango like you're doing the exact same thing right Why? you you don't really have the right to be butt hurt or yeah. <laughs> feel some kind of way about this and right. i turn out like a clown every single time as well usually like on tinder i found that people say what 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 their intentions are they don't shy away from it and I go on Tinder, and I wasn't looking for a relationship either. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I was still open to it. I was like, oh, maybe it's going to work out.
0: Right. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm
1: definitely a hopeless romantic, yeah. which is why I don't use Tinder anymore, because I get attached so easily. And yeah, I just end up too. getting hurt.
0: Well, even last time I got Tinder, I think this was, in this was like, in the beginning of the year. I hadn't had it since. But I met someone who I thought was super cool. We had, We went out. And then I was super confused because I didn't have butterflies. Like, I wasn't anxious at all. I was like, this is chill. Like, we're having a good time. Was there moments where I looked at him and I was like, I really want to kiss you? Yeah. But, like, when I was coming back home, I was super confused. and like, why am I not, like, nervous? I was so, like, and it made me think, like, I I couldn't continue on with the the relationship because I was like, this is too (laughs) weird. Like, why are... I don't know I was like too invested in it afterwards even if I didn't have like butterflies I was still checking up on them why aren't they not answering like things like that but I was also confused on the same time of like how are you like you're so comfortable like it's kind of friendship kind of wise but at the same time like they're really attractive
1: right And, and you get these feelings of like jealousy and like wanting to yeah see them and stuff I don't know it's really weird like I feel like With dating, dating really magnifies all the issues and insecurities you have. And it just kind of shows you how much work you kind of have to put on yourself so that you don't put it on the other person because that's unfair. But um, I feel the same way. Like, I just always feel this sense of confusion when it comes to dating. Like, I've never found a person yet that has... Okay, I had one, but that was that's a bad example. <laughs> Other than that relationship, I've never met someone who was just as equally invested in me in time, effort, texting yeah. back at the same time. Like, I always felt like I was the person who liked them back more than they liked me yeah. back. And that hurt me because obviously i didn't want to feel like a clown i didn't want to feel humiliated or i i just didn't want to feel like he's using me in a way right. like i wanted him to know that um i'm not just any person yeah and i'm i'm not gonna like i just i never want a person to feel like i'm gonna be at every request that they want without so for like i don't know how to say this <laughs> like I'm not saying that relationships should be transactional but I definitely think that effort time and energy should kind of be equal
0: especially in the beginning stages like you're for sure you both want to feel like the other person wants to see you and wants to hang out with you and wants to spend time with you so you both have to put that effort in of like making updates or like reaching out and be like hey let's hang out or like what are you doing like how was your day like in the beginning that's that's as much as it's important when you're actually in the relationship it's also important in the beginning for sure
1: definitely um and i just always felt like in the beginning maybe they're interested in me but then slowly it starts to die down and i don't know if that's my it probably is it probably is because i feel like sometimes i play a little bit too hard to get and that pushes them away
0: alicia yeah there's some <laughs> moments where she's like so i texted this and i was like why would you say that like that's like it's just cold sometimes i would be like if i was him i would leave you on red really? too like what but you know what's so funny at the same time
1: it's like my intentions are not like that it's like i like them so much yeah so i've i i do not know why i think i think also i have this weird thought where it's like for some reason i don't know if it was the way i was brought up but i have this thing where it's like i think when you tell the person that you like them or you show that vulnerable side (laughs) to them it's kind of like a weakness in a way which I know is like totally not right and accurate no i get it but it kind of like i don't know It just, it makes me me feel humiliated (laughs) if I were to, like, tell the person how I truly felt.
0: Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know. We're different in that aspect because both of my boyfriends that I've had, I asked them out. Like, I was the one who'd be like, remember? Like, I was like, yeah. Well, you were only there for one of them. But, like, (laughs) both both of them, I, I was the one who'd be like, listen, this is how I feel, like, do you feel the same Mm -hmm. if not like or if you do let's do something about it like let's (laughs) go on a date or something my but those were kind of the only two times that i've actually i think after my second relationship i stopped doing that and i don't know Mm -hmm. why it wasn't like a bad one either but then i've noticed that i tried to do this casual thing and then the guy okay, would be like, let's do something. And I'd be like, yeah, of course, let's go out. And then the day of or the day before, be like, somehow something came up. And I'm like, dude, if you're gonna talk the talk, freaking walk the walk. If you're gonna say, I want to do this with you. I want to hang out with you. I want to like, go see this place. And then when it comes time to it, and they back out, I feel like a clown. Because I'm like, Either do it, it, like say what you're gonna do, or don't lead me on, okay? And I'm always, I'm headstrong in the sense of like, I'm not, okay. With certain people, I haven't been headstrong. I have gone back to being like, hey, what's up? As we all
1: have done. But
0: at this this point, I'm so done to the point, like, if you're going to cancel on me, then you have to make up. Like, you have to be the one to come to me and be like, okay, let's do this. You have to make up for it. If I'm the one who's canceled, of course I'm going to make up for it. But I'm kind of done at the point where I'm not going to be chasing the same people because I'm so sick of feeling like, I'm the clown. I'm the one who says yes, yet I'm the one who gets butthurt at the end of it.
1: Right. That's what I mean about, like, when I was talking about before, about, like, not, the other person doesn't give me back the same energy yeah. as I expect or I I give them. Because I hate feeling, yeah, like you said, like a clown. Like, that's not a cool feeling. Right. And every single time I would download these dating apps while I only had experience with Tinder, mm-hmm. I felt like somehow I'd always be back at square one and those situations would just repeat over and over where I would kind of you know start vibing with a person and I would look forward to seeing them and maybe we go out on a date maybe we don't even go out on a date but it's somehow it's like I feel this inconsistency or these mixed signals from the dude and I there's this thing saying like if you're feeling confused then that's that's already enough for you to be like, okay, this person doesn't like me as much as I like them back and I need to back away. Right. Because it shouldn't feel like that, I feel like. If a person is genuinely interested in you and likes you, then it wouldn't make you feel confused or you wouldn't question it whether they liked you.
0: And if you did back away at the end of it, right, and they're not coming to you being like, hey, what's up? Like, I feel like you're not texting me anymore. Or like just reaching out and saying like, what's up or want to hang out like i've also done the test of like i don't text them and see how much they text me back and it goes for months sometimes like they just don't text me it's like it's like okay you don't you don't care as much as i do and that's also a sign of like you're just i don't want to say not my person because you don't go on you don't go on tinder to find whatever i'm doing air quotes like your person you know what i mean but it's still it's very annoying to feel like you're putting on in more energy than than someone else. Right.
1: And that that's why I don't feel like I can cuz I was thinking the other day like should I download Tinder again because I just feel like there has been no action. I I'm not going out on dates or anything like and I I definitely love meeting new people and I love the flirtatious playing field. Like I I find it really fun. Yeah. And but then I was thinking ha- about my previous experience. And as much as I did find really cool people from Tinder, Mhm. I just feel like I somehow always end up circling back to that negative headspace where I feel used or only seen for one side of me where that's not what really I'm about. I feel like I'm selling myself short with these apps.
0: I feel like also having that like pattern can also create, I love this word me and Alicia use all the time now since we've started therapy and (laughs) reading books, was like limiting beliefs. It creates limiting beliefs of like, you know, boys or whatever whoever you're attracted to is not going to give me the same attention they're not going to give me the same energy I shouldn't even put this much energy into this new person because I'm not going to get the same back right you kind of just go into it thinking like that other person is not going to do the same because the patterns that you've seen on these dating apps is exactly that and I just feel like if we keep going on it for like meaningless stuff and then keep falling for these boys it's just creating even more limiting beliefs in your subconscious that that other person is not going to like me when it gets down to, like, the real dating that someone actually does like you genuinely and you're just, like, constantly rethinking the whole relationship.
1: Right. And I think that's for sure. Like, definitely everything you're saying is just it couldn't be closer to the truth. Like, it just kind of feeds into those Mm -hmm. false truths that you have. Like, even one minor inconvenient date it's already feeding in so much and amplifying that false belief you have to the point that it can kind of paralyze you from attempting to date again. Yeah, And I feel like with me, and I don't know, I think also my previous relationship that I had right. definitely like imprinted this blueprint where even when a person does genuinely like me, I still second-guess it right. overthink it can't really truly believe that that person likes me or finds me attractive because yeah. i think in some way i also have to work on myself and in my self-esteem but in certain aspect, i think that i i can't believe that i was mm-hmm. able to manifest and attract a person like that like i maybe right. in certain aspects i i believe in my subconscious that i'm not worthy right so i think it also definitely comes down to your self-image and how you perceive yourself and like i mentioned before like with dating and, and going on these apps it just magnifies all the things that perhaps are quote-unquote wrong with you or just you need to work limiting on
0: beliefs it, it magnifies your right. limiting beliefs about yourself that might not necessarily at all be true
1: of course for yeah they're very far from the truth because obviously dating can be fun and i and i don't think it it should be something that makes you feel worse or or negative but it's kind of confusing because at the same time i don't really know what i want it's like when i go on these apps i say that i don't want something meaningful and committed but so when a person like that comes to me i push them away because that's not my person because i'm in fact looking for somebody that's committed and and looks at me for more than just what i can offer on the surface level meaning sex or whatever um like that doesn't feel right to me either it feels like I'm selling myself short but also I feel like I've been with these apps I learned to kind of be more comfortable with my sexuality like talking about the more positive aspects of it like for the longest time I think I was really ashamed of saying like you know what I find you really sexy yeah or I want to go on a date with you and I would shy away from conversations like that. And Tinder kind of <gasps> helped me explore that aspect of myself. And it was really fun. It
0: gave you practice. Especially
1: since I've, in my previous encounters, um, when I was getting close with someone and intimate, they weren't positive. Right. So I was kind of scared, I think, of reaching that territory again. And, and you know, I was able to do it in the comfort of my own Home. I'm literally texting this person and I'm right. just little baby
0: steps. Yeah. So for me, it was the opposite. I could like openly compliment someone and let someone else feel good about themselves. But for me, I still have sometimes I feel iffy about it. I feel like it's also like one of those when you feel sexy and confident, then you love hearing it as well. But mm-hmm. when I first got on it, I didn't think of myself as like the word sexy whatever that means to that person right I kind of felt like I was still a girl I was cute what are you talking about like I'm innocent but then it like it kind of like gave you confidence in the sense of like yeah I am when I wear those clothes when I have my makeup done when I feel good when I'm my best I am sexy for so for me it was kind of hearing those compliments that made me uncomfortable and it kind of made me more comfortable and being like yeah yeah I am Thanks. You know what? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know.
1: For sure. I mean, of course, it's one thing to know that you're beautiful inside and out and and you've got it, but yeah. it's also great hearing it, of course. Yeah. It's nice and um I think also giving out compliments makes you feel good too.
0: One thing I wanted to say for the first time I feel like in my 20-year-old life, I don't I don't have the energy to have a relationship when I think about putting energy into someone else and being a good girlfriend and being respectful about someone's feelings and making sure my feelings is being respected it's just a lot that I don't have time for nor energy for and so for the first time I feel like I don't I don't want a relationship whatsoever and that is that is weird for me um sometimes I second guess myself sometimes I have like thoughts of being like, no, you do want one, and then I really think about it, and I'm like, no, I I can't do that. No, I don't I don't want it anymore. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, it's a confusing territory. Like I totally understand and get what you mean by like I don't have the energy, mental capacity right now to also be invested in another person, where yeah. like it takes so much energy just to take care of yourself and be a per be a better person than the day you were before, and like. Mm-hmm that requires a certain amount of focus and energy for sure um so i get that but at the same time i'm still craving just a person to be next to me like my partner in crime but in a more romantic way because obviously you have partners in crimes in a friendship way like i call you my twin flame yeah but i'm definitely craving a person in my life where i've a person that just knows me kind of
0: inside and out yeah that's what i wanted to say <laughs> like something i
1: don't know like maybe more romantic than that but what yeah you kind romantic? of like inside and Isn't out that like,
0: romantic like you're you're outside and your feelings not in a gross way get your mind
1: out of the fucking gutter <laughs> oh my god yeah i kind of took it the, the other way around but um yeah just just a person where it's like you can i don't know just do all those goofy cute cringy relationship stuff like i yeah. i want it And, um, I think I miss being in love and I, I miss just the good parts of it, but obviously in a relationship comes the good parts and the bad parts. So I don't know if it's like, do I genuinely want to be in a relationship or am I just craving the good parts? Like I'm not really in it for the, for all of it.
0: Well, I don't know. Well... I guess I can explain, like, maybe why I don't want to be in the relationship in the sense of, like, I would love, first of all, to do an episode on each of our first relationships because they were very interesting and also, like, different all at the same time. My relationship compared to Alicia's relationship was very different. But when I think about it, because of how unopen I was and, like, I didn't want to be vulnerable and I had a kind of this wall up and I... I I essentially was the toxic one in my first relationship. Mm-hmm. I wanna do better in my next one. And so when I think about that, that that's a lot of energy and that's like a new different tatty, right? And mm-hmm. so it just thinking about that that's a lot for me and I don't think that I would I would be that girlfriend that I would want, the one who does open up, the one who wants to hear about someone's feelings or like feels comfortable enough to, you know, talk about my feelings as well. So I I just don't want to go into a relationship with still these walls up and I just repeat the same thing that I had in high school right. now
1: Yeah and and that's interesting cuz I definitely feel like I'm also a different person from high school and um but more I guess in the aspect that I'm more confident and I'm not as insecure but i think when i think about it, i'm still kind of the same. i guess because in my previous relationship as much as um of course i could have a- treat, like acted differently i wasn't really the toxic one
0: yeah no definitely <laughs> so
1: i don't have this thing of like oh yeah like with my new relationship it's like a better me of course it, to a certain degree it is i guess i just miss like having someone to share my life with. I read this quote somewhere, and it said where it's like we're, in a relationship we don't crave for a person to save us. We just kind of crave somebody to support us whilst we're saving ourselves. And I think yeah. that really yeah. resonated with me. Just kind of someone to support you, um and just the closeness I think as well.
0: Funny. This is. I actually had a thought. I think I. We actually talked. I said that I sometimes we were talking while I was editing and I was like sometimes I feel like I want to go back to that person we'll call him Jimmy for now because I just like the name Jimmy (laughs) but I last night I was laying in bed thinking and sometimes I feel like the only reason why I'd want to go back to Jimmy was to like fix my mistakes like it's not even the fact of like I want to be with someone it's like I wish that I would like be better or like said, like treated that person better. And so sometimes I feel like if I did get into a relationship, maybe I wouldn't be the same person. Maybe I would be completely different and so much better, but I would be trying to make up or fix what I regret in my other relationship Mm -hmm. instead of just being totally creating new experiences and new feelings with a new person, if that makes sense. Right. I also... I did hit up this person in the beginning of the the new year. I'm fine with talking about this, actually. I feel, like, very open about this. And I don't regret it because I feel like I needed to say something to Jimmy. But at the same time, I feel like the only reason I did, again, was to feel like I could refix it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I wouldn't feel, like, any regret. I would get into a relationship, I would be the better person with that person, I would, you know, do everything that I said that needed to be fixed, but that's not because I want to be with the person, that's because I want to, like, redo my mistakes. If that makes oh. sense. Does that make sense?
1: So, you you feel like maybe you had this, like, moral obligation for a yeah. clean slate, in a way?
0: Yeah, I also... We always say you're going to be a bad guy in someone's story. And not that I feel like that person feels like I'm the bad guy. They're very nice and they're very kind and understanding. But I feel like I wish they could see me and the person that I wish that I could be or like the the person that I wish that I could have been in that moment. But like right. physically and mentally, I just couldn't be that person at that time. Like right. I was watching the show. They explain it. Okay. I would love, I need Alicia to watch this, but it's the show, The Ultimatum on Netflix. It's a reality show. <laughs> it's really stupid, and but also really good. And one of the girls said sh- when she was re-watching the show, when she saw herself reacting to an argument, she was like, in that moment, I was trying my hardest to be vulnerable with you. But when I look at it, I look like I'm a stone cold bitch. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's how I feel in the moment, in my head and in my heart. I was like, I I'm really trying right now to be open with you. But if I saw it from an outside perspective, I was so cold. Do you know what I mean? And so I guess I just wanted to fix that, but I can't. And so I just I need to work on myself for a little bit. And then I kind of I'm kind of trying not to feel regret anymore before I go into a new relationship so that I can just focus on that person and and building a relationship with that person instead of feeling like I'm making up for my last relationship.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, I think I I definitely resonated with with the stuff you said, like how, um, let me just gather my thoughts.
0: (laughs) That was a lot that I just said in like a short amount of time.
1: For sure. Like, I think, um, Definitely regret is a big factor to us wanting to go back Mm -hmm. so that we can fix things. Because perhaps things could have been different and something could have flourished out of it. But really, we never know. And all we are dealt with is, I guess, just the present. And as much as sometimes, yeah, I, I feel like I handled certain situations wrong. I felt like I was too cold. I felt like I wasn't vulnerable enough um and essentially push that person away it definitely makes me regret I feel like oh I fucked it up I pushed such a great person out of my life but at the same time it's like I trust fate and the universe that if that person is meant for you they will somehow find you and your paths will cross again But at the same time, you can't be naive like that because I still think that you should be conscious of the ways how you self-sabotage or the Mm -hmm. ways you push people away when you actually want them in your life. But Mm -hmm. again, it just comes down to like reflecting on yourself and asking yourself why, like questioning the things you do. Like, why do you put up a front? Why do you feel the necessity to play games? Like this was in my incident for for example. Or why is it hard for you to talk about your feelings and be vulnerable? Um, whereas for others, it's a lot more easier. So I think just trying to understand yourself and change yourself first simultaneously will help you develop those better relationships. That's what I found.
0: Which, to bring it back to our original topic, Tinder, <laughs> Yeah, that does not help in creating those relationships. And like we said... Well, no.
1: I think Tinder... It's fast. It's so fast and it's just like everything that's wrong with our society today. It's just pure like consumerism. We want something quick. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, it's pure looks. Consumer. Like you swipe on whether someone is cute or not. Like it's just yeah. pure looks. It's so shallow, which is why I don't like the app
1: anymore. Like in short, sure, it's good for when you're bored, when you just want some fun, you're not looking to be intellectual wise or make good decisions but it's like after some time it just became so overwhelming to me and just so like energy draining because I'm just like what am I doing I'm just wasting my time I just don't think I could handle being in a situationship I think I feel comfortable when I know that that person is committed to me because it's just like my energy is too fragile for that like I need someone that's going to protect it and respect it and just Tinder isn't the place. I mean,
0: at least you know that now. Like, it means at least you're like more so self aware that you're like, I just I can't do situationships anymore. For
1: sure, and and I mean, I I'm not regretting it. Like, of course not. I met some really cool people from there where we just kind of became friends, and that and it just ended at that, and I'm okay with that. I think Tinder is great when you're like traveling or you're going to a new place Mm -hmm. and you just want to meet like the local people and you guys talk and you have a fun night and they show you the nightlife or, you know, they show you a little bit around the city and town. Like I found it to be really helpful for those
0: situations. Yeah. You can definitely meet like friends. Like there's still, like we said in the beginning, there's people that I met on there that I just thought were genuinely like cool people. And I was like, wow, it would be super cool to hang out with you and your friends. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. I mean, I would love for us to get into an episode of just, like, Alicia's relationship and then Tatiana's <laughs> relationship. Because I feel like, one, we went through it together. Like, we were both in the same country at the time, living yeah. together. Um, and two, it's just, it, they were very different, and we learned different things from each one. Right. And it's for just, sure. Not today, because it's almost 2 a.m. for Alicia, but... <laughs> but yeah i mean i think that's all
1: i have to add when it comes to tinder my experience with it
0: yeah me too i mean my laptop is also gonna die soon so like okay yeah we gotta wrap well, it up anyway we... but there's there's only so much you could talk about tinder really it's so basic sure. like it's so yeah. shallow
1: but yeah i'm not gonna be on there anytime soon but if i am i'm definitely gonna talk about my hit us up
0: you guys say hello no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that that is all um hopefully i don't know you guys could relate um to this i was about to say like oh comment down below if you have you tinder but like this either. is not youtube
0: but a podcast. Hopefully if you do go on tinder you understand that you're just having fun and if you can do that more power to you I hope you have an amazing time meeting cool people. And if you yeah, can't, for sure. um, don't feel bad because I feel like me and Alicia had conversations just of just feeling bad of not being able to kind of do the hookup culture, like just not being able right. to have side hose and things like that. I feel like I just, <laughs> I have, uh, to put it bluntly, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, it's time to go to bed. But um, Don't feel bad if you can't do it, okay? Make
1: sure to be safe, I think, for sure, when it comes down to. It. Everything yeah. is for fun and, and to have don't a good time. Don't be silly, rap your Willie. cautious and safe, yeah. Watch Tinder Swindler on freaking Netflix. Oh my god, that's
0: so good, yes. If you see him, don't fuck with him, people. Don't. <laughs> and if people anyway, ask you for money, all. we should all be old enough. If you're on Tinder, you're old enough to not give it, please. Okay? My enemies are after me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days oh my god okay (laughs) well thanks for listening keep your money safe love you guys and strap it before you
1: tap it that's all we have today for the episode of tinder and we hope you guys have a marvelous end of the day or night wherever you are in the world whatever times whenever you're
0: you're watching this
1: yes we will see you in the next episode peace out bye